And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. We are back with Greenlight Reviews. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're going to talk about a film starring Steve Carell. We've seen Steve Carell for several seasons on The Office. He's fabulous. He is indeed. He became a super movie star in Mm -hmm. 40-Year-Old Virgin. He was in Little Miss Sunshine. Great. Been in a lot of good pictures and one terrible one we won't talk about anymore. He plays a guy named Dan Burns who writes a romantic advice column in the newspaper, but this is Dan in real life and that's what they called the picture. Dan in real life needs to read his own advice. Absolutely. (laughs) He has some problems. One of the problems is that he is unfortunately a widower. Uh He lost his wife four years earlier. He has three daughters. Marlene Lawson, who plays Lily, she's the youngest. Brittany Robertson plays Kara, and she is a boy-crazy teenager. And the oldest daughter, who desperately wants to drive his car, Jane, played by Allison Pill. I thought all of the girls were great in this movie. They were terrific. Particularly the middle girl. Yes. Her scenes with the boyfriend are the funniest practically in the movie. She's a natural-born comedian. She really is. Brittany Robertson. Mm -hmm. Well, they live in New Jersey, but they head down to Maryland for a family reunion. All the brothers and sisters are showing up at the parents' home. The parents are played by John Mahoney. We've seen him forever Mm -hmm. on Frasier. And Oscar winner Diane Wiest. He has two brothers, Dane Cook and Norbert Leo Butts. By the way, Norbert Leo Butts is a wonderful actor. He won a Tony a couple of years ago on Broadway for Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I I saw him. He was hilarious. He doesn't have anything to do in this movie. No, he doesn't. And Amy Ryan plays his wife. She has nothing to do in this. She had like three lines. She was not interesting at all. Wasted. Forget about her. Go see her and gone, baby, gone. All right. They show up for this reunion. He is driving everybody crazy, especially his daughters. So his mother says, go get a paper. You know, lose yourself for a while. He goes into town. There's a bookstore. He sees this really lovely, beautiful lady, Juliette Binoche. They have a conversation. She says she's in a relationship, but she's unsure about it. They talk for hours. When he goes back home, Uh-oh. everybody says, where have you been? <laughs> right. And you've got to meet your brother, Mitch's, that's Dane Cook. New girlfriend. <laughs> new girlfriend. And there she is, Juliette Binoche. And by this time, he is already totally in love with her. He is. He's madly infatuated. He looks at her and he is in hot water. Very hot water because he loves his brother very much. They're very close. So what's going to happen? That's what the movie is all about. How did they disguise their love for each other or their affection for each other? We don't know if Juliet Binoche is totally in love with him. This is a very nice and very safe and warm family value comedy. And I'm thrilled to relate that today. I have one little nitpick about this picture, and that is in the casting. I was surprised, not that she does a bad job, but I felt that Juliet Binoche wouldn't have been my first choice for this role. And I'm going to tell you why. I think that there was a confusion about the ages of the brother, Juliet Binoche, Steve Carell, and then Emily Blunt shows up, supposedly a classmate of theirs from high school. They called her pig face when she was a kid. Yeah, not a very attractive moment in the movie, I must say, when they sing a song about this woman and call her this terrible name. Now, they haven't seen her for years and years and years. She's been in medical school, and and she's now a successful doctor. She comes into town, and the mother fixes Dan up with her for a little blind date to get him out of his blues. She shows up, and it's Emily Blunt, and she's 25. So I had a lot of trouble with the script not fitting together neatly enough, and I think that was kind of a sloppy 
casting error there. I think you're right. However, Emily Blunt, and you remember her as Meryl Streep's secretary in The Devil Wears Prada, she is so beautiful. She is so vital when she came along, even though her character is not written very pleasantly. I thought, why would he not go with her instead of Juliette Binoche? The other nit I have to pick is that the character that Juliette Binoche plays is a super Wonder Woman. She can do everything. She's just a wonderful, all-round, perfect woman. She's Martha Stewart 20 years ago, and she looks beautiful, I must say. Yes, she does. She is 40, but she looks 30, so it doesn't matter. But in a way, it does, because she is mature on screen. But the other thing that bothered me was, why would she have gone for Steve Carell's brother, played by Dane Cook? He's kind of a dense, slobbering kind of guy, a little bit animalistic. He shaves like once a week, if Yeah, a little bit stupid. You see her with him, and you think, well, why is she with him? And then you see Steve Carell, who, true to the Steve Carell persona, is uptight. He's highly wired. He's a little bit neurotic, and he's a little bit crazy. Why would she like him all of a sudden? Juliette Binoche, if you think of all the films that she's done, and again, she's an Oscar winner for English Patient, which is not my favorite movie, but never mind. She always comes off as very, very sophisticated, and she is usually attracted to more sophisticated men. So yeah, more worldly. This was, was a stretch. stretch for her. So I had trouble with that part of the script. Now, do they overcome it? You bet they do, because the movie has enough wonderful, charming pieces in it and some very nice work, particularly with Steve Carell and the three daughters. Yes. That really, really worked for me. So, you know, I can say that I think the film, it's worth a look-see. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I'm going to give it a green light. I thought about it for a while. I thought it's certainly not as funny as Some Like It Hot, but then what movie ever is? Well, this is a family comedy. And it is a family it's about comedy. about a family. And the nice thing... I think about it is that everybody in the film seems real. That's true. Diane Weist especially. What a Mm -hmm. wonderful mom she was. She was great. Also, it was nice to see a family that dug each other. There was not a lot of backbiting. There wasn't a lot of cynical, sarcastic comments about family members behind their backs and so on. This is a family that obviously plays together and they stay together. That's a very nice concept for the movies to promote. So I was really happy about a lot of things in this picture. So, you know, in all fairness, I have to say that those were the little things that bothered me. But I'm going to give this movie a soft green light. I really think it's got all those home values and it's so saccharine and so good-natured and so sugary that when you come out, you might want to run out to see a Tim Burton movie just to balance your system out. All right. Two green lights for Dan in Real Life, written and directed by Peter Hedges. Pierce Gardner, also part of the screenplay, starring Steve Carell. Juliette Binoche, Dane Cook, Diane Wiest, John Mahoney, Norbert Leo Butts, Emily Blunt, Marlene Lawston, Brittany Robertson, whom we both adore, and Alison Pill, who is also very, very good, but she really needs to change her last name. (laughs) I think so, too. Boy, those girls were great. (laughs) They really were. Two green lights for Dan in real life. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. You've watched them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. From the makers of Death of a Rockstar and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death of a Film Star. Starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams, 
Carrie Fisher, and Bruce Lee. Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs.